Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of the Mission Matters Money Podcast, your source for all things money. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, missionmatters.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today is a very special Reunion 2020 episode. What is that? That's when I bring on a guest I had on in the past, and I liked him so much I had to bring him right on back. Uh, so today's guest is Chad Carlson, and he is the owner, wealth manager, and a director of research over at Belasso, Diverno, and Foltz. Uh, Chad, welcome to the show. Thanks, Adam. So first off, um, great to have you back for this 2020 episode. I said we're already going into March. I don't know if I could say happy 2020, but we blinked and we woke up and we're here. So I'm excited no, to get into what. Excited to get into what's going on um, in the in the market, and you know what what clients are asking you and telling you, and how what you're doing to address those questions. Um, but before we do that, I don't want to assume that um, that our new listeners caught your first episode. So why don't you give us an overview of what you're doing at Velasa Diverno Fultz? Uh, for sure, we are a wealth management firm in the Chicago land area. So clients that mostly came from uh, this area, but have gravitated around the country over the years. Uh, but really a focus on in-depth financial planning and how do we get to the right goals and, and things that the client is thinking about to then leverage into a portfolio that really helps support those goals. So lots of in-depth research that we will do in conversations with clients to get them to the right spot. Conversations with clients. I think that's a, that's a great uh, transition. So, I mean, what are some of the concerns? And, I mean, what are clients telling you in 2020? Well, it's hard to believe, like you said, we're only uh, you know two months into 2020, but it started off with a bang when we had uh, the issues in Iran pop up a year, and then we had more conversations with China and what's going on with trade, and then that shortly led into what we're dealing with right now, and that's the coronavirus. So uh, on top of all this, we have an election year uh, that is out there. So there's been a ton of volatility and reasons for volatility, and especially a ton of concerns that have come into clients' minds. And as we think about uh, what comes into focus with clients, it's, hey, the markets have been so good for so long, should they come down? And then we see things happen like the coronavirus that's getting elevated attention right now, that becomes the, hey, is this the thing that's going to push the markets down? We've seen that mm -hmm. be the case for years now, as the markets have been recovering really for over 10 years. It's always been something with the Eurozone, Brexit happening, viruses mm -hmm. happening, trade wars happening, elections happening that it's, we see small downturns in the market and people think this is the thing to turn it down. So far, it's been short-term dips followed by a rally because the economy is strong enough to support that rally and companies are still doing fine. The issue with things like coronavirus is it's, it's generating a lot of fear. It's spreading, it's anticipated to grow, uh, and that's what the market's anticipating. The market's expecting that this will get worse before it gets better. And any time you look at this and you think about client portfolios and someone looks at their own dollars and they see them going down and see an issue happening, I always think about this kind of like a, a leak in the basement, right? You see mm -hmm. water coming in. You want to do something. You want to plug that hole. You see it happening. You know it's going to get worse if you don't do something. That's the natural reaction we all have to things like coronavirus. We see something happening. We see it's going to get worse. But you know what? So does the market. The market has the same types of concerns that, that you have. It's factoring in the idea that the basement's going to get a little bit flooded here. But that's mm -hmm. priced in, right? So it really has to be that, that basement flooding turns into the whole house falling down uh, for things to get worse for the market. So while it feels bad to sit there with a portfolio that you see declining, you see some, some leakage coming on, 
the best thing to do is say, hey, is this a good position to be at for the longer term, knowing that coronavirus will move on? And if that answer is yes, then the best thing to do is, is just watch the leak continue to go. Yeah, I see that. And I guess what it comes down to is uh, is, is the portfolio uh, created in the right manner to reach their goals in the first place, huh? I mean, because if you look at a chart, I mean, there's going to be something every year, every year going back for who knows how long. There's going to be something every year that was, whether it's a war, whether it's something every year that seems like it can shake the market. But, um, and it can, I mean, the market, go, you know, it can go down, but um, it really, if, if people are making those reactive decisions, um, then it becomes, it becomes tricky to reach those long-term goals. Exactly. I think if you look year by year, even over the last, 20, 30 years, you looked at each year and said, what big nasty event happened each year? There's something, something every single year. And if you said 20, 30 years ago at the beginning of that period, if you said you knew with 100% foresight that those events were going to happen, a lot of nasty stuff that would go on, would you say, hey, I know this stuff's going to happen. Do I want to be an investor or not? You'd probably say, well, that, that looks really bad. I don't think I'm going to invest, right? But the, the decision to do that would have avoided a lot of positivity that happened in the market. Right? So if you made that choice, even with perfect foresight that nastiness was going to happen, you would have made the wrong decision. So the markets are fraught with this idea of uncertainty. That's the, really the certainty that we have is that there's going to be stuff that goes on. That's the risk that comes with the reward that comes with investing. It's just a hard thing to stomach. Mm. And so what, um, I mean, what should clients be looking at if they're, if they're realistically reassessing? Because possibly, because this is the thing, for some clients, uh, they haven't really created that right portfolio, and they've just been, you know, riding that wave of the market going up, and, you know, they're thinking that maybe it's, it's easy to invest, and that it's their prowess. They don't really necessarily have made that connection that the market's going up right now. They may not have gone through the 2008 or the 2002 or go back for the 87. I mean, they may not have gone through a lot of crashes, so at this point, they're thinking, I just put my money in, the, in, the, in my account, and it grows. Um, so what should they be thinking about? Because to me, there is a huge segment of people that should be worried, and it's those people. For sure. That's where if, if a portfolio has been growing over time just because we've been in this lucky period of time that things have been so good, that's where the challenge comes right now when, when things start to hit the fan, mm -hmm. that you really need to assess, do you need a portfolio philosophy behind something rather than just a collection of investments that happen to have done really well? So when you look at how well the markets have done, stocks have done incredibly well, bonds have done fine. But if you look even yesterday on Monday the 24th, that was a nasty day for the markets, uh, right? Stocks were down. You saw the Dow fall over 1,000 points. But what happened? Bonds were up. So a lot of this is uh, even the last 10 years, you can look, hey, why did I need bonds? You really didn't, right? But if you look, why do you need bonds going forward, even though things like interest rates are low and you can talk yourself out of the need for them, it's for days like yesterday. It's for days when things happen, when things go the wrong way. The other thing is that there has been such a concentration of growth within the markets. You think of the big tech stocks in particular. They've added massive returns and massive earnings, and that's been great. But going forward, if you've not paid attention to your portfolio, whether you're holding mutual funds, ETFs, or individual stocks, or things of that nature, your allocation to those types of securities over time has just grown. So that's been fine because you've captured the upside return that has been there. But now it's time to think about how to sell out of that type of thing, how to take some gains uh, while they're there. So the idea of rebalancing a portfolio is critical right now. And diversification is something we all know from this, this feeling of financial education that it makes sense. 
but I don't think people really think about what does diversification mean. There's this uh, author out there, Brian Portnoy, and he has this saying of diversification means always having to say you're sorry. So if you think about what's going on in your portfolio, you should see at pretty much any point in time something in there that you just don't like, that you start questioning, that you see negativity, you start doubting whether that should be in there or not. That doubt is awesome to have because that means you have things that are moving in different directions when markets move in different directions. That's awesome. Um, so, Chad, if somebody is listening to this and, uh, you know, they're, they're thinking about their portfolio or they want to learn more about uh, Velasa Diverno Folsom, what's the best way for them to, to reach out and to follow up? Yeah, the best way is through our website, which is uh, bdfllc.com. On there, you can email us, you can reach out and call us, you can do anything to uh, get in connection with us. Fantastic. Um, well, hey, Chad, been awesome having you on the on the line. Do a quick market update for us and tell us some of the things that uh, investors out there should be thinking about when looking at their portfolios. And uh, so great stuff there. And to the audience, as always, thanks for tuning in. Hope you got a lot of value out of this. Hope you had a lot of fun listening. We had fun making this to you and bringing this to you. Um, if you did, don't forget, subscribe to the podcast. Uh, if you're watching this on our YouTube channel, Mission Matters Money, uh, give us a subscribe there and let's take the conversation over there and uh, let's not uh, let it end here. Give us some comments in the video so we can engage with you there. And uh, Chad, thanks again for coming on the show.